Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Blast, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marchanti. Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find these free and available to download and listen to at your leisure. Today we have a fantastic guest on the program, the Hampton standout tight end James Stanley. He had a fantastic pro day. Um, some scouts had him running in the 4-7-3, 11-inch, uh, 3-8 hands, and the big, big wide 82-inch wings, brand 9-4 broad jump. A lot to like him out this month, man. And we spoke prior to going live. Um, we'll put his uh, highlights on his page as well. This in particular individual is a man destroyer when it comes to blocking and literally making highlight plays out of blowing guys up. You're not going to have to look much farther than James Stanley. But also, there's that athleticism, and I think that's the best part about his pro day is scouts got to see the quickness and the versatility. He's not only a one-dimensional tight end, and I think it's the most discriminated position between guys that catch too much or block too much, and it's hard to kind of find the in-between, but I think that pro day helped level that out. But with that said, James, fantastic career. Um, You're on your way. Uh, Can you believe your time at Hampton's? kind of come and gone and and now you're a month away from the next level uh yes sir I, uh it went by kind of fast with like with COVID and everything going on but i definitely enjoy my time at hampton and i'm very appreciative to coach Prontney and the the whole staff uh that was there during my time and i got there in 2019 2020 it was COVID, and then we returned in 2021 like i said it went by kind of fast but i enjoy my time there you know but it's just time to move on. Yeah, and I, I got to ask, I mean, the physicality that you bring, was that in you from day one? I mean, Pop Warner, Pee Wee, were you doing what we see you do in terms of just, you know, blowing guys off the ball? Was, I, I guess, has that been in your DNA from the get-go since you stepped on the field? Yeah, so because you get, you get some guys that, that's on offense and they don't they don't really, like, try to impose too much will. Uh but since I've been a kid, I always play defense. And, you know, on defense, it's more so you the enforcer and you you the one that's hitting guys. But once I got to Lackawanna and I was playing tight end full-time, I knew my defensive mindset it has to translate to the other side of the ball. So now I'm playing tight end, but I'm still got that, I still got that same mindset of trying to put guys in the dirt. I can't tackle them, but I can pancake them. So, yeah, so that, that's been like that since day one. Because growing up at Pop Warner, I was a DN linebacker. Middle school, I was a linebacker. When I got to uh, high school, I was a DN. So I always was hitting guys, hitting guys. But then when I switched to offense full time, it was more so you got to really, like, try to impose your will. You can't tackle no more. But you could just – you could still dominate the man in front of you. And that's what I try to do every play. Definitely. And I'm curious, uh, when did that switch come? Um, I know you began at the Juco route. Did that switch from uh, DN, the tight end, 
come with JUCO, or did that did that come at, at some point in high school? Uh, no, um, no, sir. It, it came after my senior year of high school. Going into college, I knew I was going to play tight end full time. Um, during high school, like I said, I was always a defensive defensive guy. But um, starting junior year, I was a DN. Uh, doubled and dabbled a little bit at tight end. It was more so with blocking packages. My senior year was the same thing. 90% of the time I was at DN, but tight end was a little dibble and dabble with uh, blocking plays and, like, certain packages that we had. We ran, like, a uh, a whistleball offense to where we ran, like, maybe three plays, but if I were in the game, I was just in there to block for our running backs and stuff like that. But I was mainly solely just the defensive end. And then Lackawanna, a few few Jukos recruited me as a defensive end, but Lackawanna told me, uh, the office coordinator over there, Coach Pardini, he – he liked me uh, at tight end, and he liked what I could bring to the table as far as blocking. And he knew where my athleticism showed, and and that's where it translated to where I'm at now. Yes, sir. Well, it translated very well, and uh, props out to coach to recognize uh, uh, what was lying in you and, and switching you to that offensive side. Once again, James Stanley, the Hampton standout here on the C2P, breaking down what this young man brings to this 2022 draft class of tight ends. Uh, I think we talked a lot about what you bring to the table in terms of your ferocious blocking ability, but uh, this is your show. We always like to showcase all your best traits. If you're in the film room with these scouts, James, and they were breaking down your tapes, what do you think they're going to love about you? There's so much more about your game that we don't know, but in your words, what are those hallmark home run abilities that can help you get into camp? Um, of course the blocking, but also you'll see a lot of passion. Me out there just having fun with my teammates and bring a lot of energy to the to the offensive line, to the running backs, to the wide receivers, because I'm a part of the offensive line as well as being like a, a kind of sort of wide receiver. So just with the different groups, just bringing the energy out there. And like I said, uh, the blocking, but also moving the chains. Um, I can be that guy. Like I work the seam a lot at Hampson. Uh, I work the flats or out routes or um, the wide shallows or – different routes just to show my athleticism to know that I can I can do more than just block. I can uh I can give you give you what you need in the passing game also. Pass blocking, run blocking, yeah that's there, but my uh my ability to make the catch and get upfield, I can I can translate that pretty well to the uh, NFL. Definitely. And and is there anything else that goes unnoticed? Uh, team captain, what your warrior, uh film junkie, maybe you're great in the community. What else needs to be known about you that can help you fall in the good graces of these NFL teams when the draft rolls around? Uh, NFL teams love guys that's great in the locker room. And uh, I was always been told that I have a affectionate personality. People love being around me. Uh, from the younger guys, you can talk to my teammates from, from, from high school to Lackawanna to Hampton. Like, my teammates, they draw towards me. Like, I, uh it's just my personality. Like I'm, I'm always, I always been a genuine guy. I, I give you the shirt off my back. Um, just one of those guys that you get me in the locker room that I feel like people, people would love to have me around. Like, uh, like I said, like general managers and owners, they love guys who, who can bring like a spark to the locker room and, and bring energy and stuff like that. And I, I just feel like if you, if you was out there on my pro day, it speaks for itself. My teammates was out there cheering me on. They were out there supporting me fully. <laughs> And it's just things things went well, and that all leads back to the type of person you are. Because you know, if you a bad person, then they, it's gonna show. Your teammates not gonna 
cheer for you. They're not going to be happy for you and stuff like that. And it's just little things like that. Like, you probably seen the movie's draft day. Like, they didn't draft that quarterback mm-hmm. first overall because his because his, his teammates didn't show up to his, his birthday party or something like that. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to bet if I had a birthday party, all my teammates would show up. So, like, like it's, <laughs> it's just little things like that. I feel like uh, that team's a love, like, just been a great teammate. Like, uh, yes, uh, stuff like that. Definitely. And uh, that pro day uh, you talked about, I mean, we well, we discussed it a little bit. Uh, how happy were you with the results? I mean, you know, probably a little butterflies when you woke up, knowing that you really have to perform at your peak, and you were able to do that. Afterwards, when you had a moment to excel and look back on the day, how satisfied were you? Uh, I was I was pretty satisfied. Uh I was training uh, for the past seven and a half weeks. I went, I went training. I went to the training uh, all the way up until uh, pro day was Friday. I trained all the way up until Wednesday, uh, two days before my pro day. And I mean, victory loves preparation. That's what I always was told in high school from my high school coach. Like, so by me training and putting in hard work and keeping God first, for, first and foremost, like. I, w- I didn't even have any butterflies. Like, if on Monday I told uh, my trainer, Mr. Jason, I told him if I could fast forward to Friday, I would. Like, I didn't – I slept well. I ate well. I trained great. I had great people around me. And like I said, uh, first and foremost, I prayed, man. I talked talk to God every day, every morning, every night. And, and, like, it just showed, like, everything's coming to fruition if you just, just keep him first, man. And I, I, I went out there and I gave him my all of that. And I'm very comfortable with the results. I can lay down at night knowing that I didn't leave nothing out there on that field. Man, that's the best way to feel, knowing that you gave your best, you got the best results. And uh, like we mentioned, uh, Psalms 37.4, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart, obviously coming the truth for you, uh-huh. James, as you make your path towards this next level. Uh, is there a staple saying? Is there anything that you say once you pancake these guys? I mean, are you chatty out there? What's it like after you blow a dude up? You just kind of walk away, or do you nah. kind of give him a little lip? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> off the field, I don't really talk too much junk, but on the field, yeah, I, I say a little stuff. I say a little few things, but I try to keep it, you know. I don't know. I, uh, it's 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 a lot of things I could say, but, you know, when you blow somebody up, it's it's all the emotions running through you and your adrenaline pumping, so you <laughs> you can say anything. But I talk a little junk. Like, I uh, <laughs> Because more than likely the DN probably the DN or linebacker they probably talking something to me uh, before I even do anything to them. So that's just giving me more like fuel to want to blow you up. Like so, once I actually do it, then I'm gonna be like, yeah, like, well, you should have just been quiet or something like that. Like, should have just kept that to yourself. Or you know, I have to tell them like, you just, you just woke up some. So like, <laughs> yeah. So I could get a little. I don't talk. I don't talk. I don't talk a lot, but I could. I say a few words. Just so you gotta. It's a part of the game. I feel like that part is just about passion and stuff like that because the defense is going to talk to you, so we got to talk first. So, and you, that your team, you mentioned your team and the camaraderie you have with them. But once they see those type of plays, that has to not only fire the offense up, it has to probably fire the defense yeah. up. That the guy in the playing tight end yeah. is making some of the biggest, you know, hits. Do they feed off that? Yeah. I mean, you get back to the huddle. And yeah. Up? Yeah, they. Uh... They feed off the uh, the offensive line. They see it, and the offensive line see it. Running backs know it. Uh, we running like an inside zone play where I got a swipe block of DN on the other side, whole line going to the left, and I'm coming back to the right side. The running backs know 
I'm going to clear out that, that back cutback lane for them. And that's just stuff they feed off of knowing that, okay, my tight end is going to come across here and knock something out. And if if my play, my, my, my foot's in this direction going left, if if there's no hole there, I know for a fact James don't clear something out to the right so I can cut back in. And, like, <laughs> yeah, they feed they feed off that. My, my quarterbacks and them love that because they know pass protection. I'm We sliding. Like, I'm I'm not letting nobody touch the quarterback. I'm not I'm not trying to get none of my running backs hit. And that's the relationship you got to have with teammates so you can go out there and want to play for them. Like, my running backs, some boys know, like, I'm blocking for you. Quarterbacks, they know I'm blocking for you. Like, I don't want nobody to touch you because – as long as y'all clean and we dirty, offensive line tight ends, it makes everybody look good. So <laughs> they feed off that for sure. Yes, sir. Excellent stuff. Once again, James Stanley, the Hampton standout tight end here on the C2P. Uh, James, you were an absolute blast to have you on. Uh, but before we let you go, uh, we always like to have a little bit of fun. We call it three and out. A few lighthearted, off-the-wall questions. Um, you ready to take a shot with some of those? Yes, sir. Let's go. All right. Now, that Hampton coaching staff, you could pick uh, Coach Brunty, you could pitch anybody on the staff, but which coach had the biggest pet peeve during practice? An absolute no-no. If you got caught doing it, you might catch a little help. Oh, man. Um, My uh, my position coach, Coach Taylor, he he didn't like – you could take knees during break, but he didn't like his guys in his room to take take a knee. And I just know for a fact, uh, Coach Taylor, one of those guys where it was more so like hands of one and hands of all. So if if one guy messed up, we all gonna pay for it. And my position group was tight ends and inside receivers, inside receivers to slots. So and uh, if one guy, particularly a freshman, if they doing something wrong, and I'm a senior, me and a couple other seniors, we don't say nothing. All of us gonna get it. But and so if you knee in, like if you on your knee doing like because you know camp practice pretty long so if we get a break during right. camp practice and he see he see one of his position guys on the knee drinking water or sitting down on one of the on uh the benches he he know for a fact like after practice bro, we we rolling we uh <laughs> we uh we doing some type of bear crawling we doing something like and that was his biggest pet peeve like it's, it's the little stuff he had some more but that's just one in particular i can remember i just i just know for a fact because taylor's gonna get you and he's gonna get all of us but one person like yeah <laughs> You better not have to the knee. You better not show any sign of weakness. I love it. And, hey, we're almost out of time, but one final one for you. Uh, when this draft rolls around, when you're watching it with family and friends, waiting to hear your name come off the board, who is the best cook in your family, James, and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate this next football journey? Um, my grandma and my mom uh, was is the best cook of uh, Hopefully, uh, I'll probably be in Virginia watching the draft. I'm, f- I'm originally from South Carolina, but uh, I don't know what we have that night. Uh, and my grandma is in South Carolina, and uh, God bless my mom's soul. Uh, so I don't know who will be cooking. Hopefully, my sister can whip something up, or my brother-in-law, because they can cook. But you ask for the best best cook, that will be my mom and my grandma. And, and my grandma, she... Uh, she won't be in Virginia at the time, and my mom unfortunately passed away two months ago. So it's like I don't, I don't know, but hopefully, hopefully we can figure something out. It'll, it'll all work out. God's plan. Yeah. Well, sorry to hear about your mother's passing, but I'm sure she has to 
uh, be looking down. Uh, very, very pleased, uh, not only with the player that you are, but obviously you come across as a great young man. Even we, before we went live, uh, you know, talking just about a little, you know, scripture and uh, pretty good stuff. Uh, so she definitely uh, raised a great young man. Uh, James, you were an absolute pleasure to have on the program. With that said, please stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we appreciate you stopping by the C2P. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all having me, Mr. Bo. Y'all have a blessed day. Thank you, sir. Once again, James Stanley, the Hampton standout here on the CQ. This has been a C2P exclusive. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.